Welcome to the Give, Receive, Improve weekly podcast with Lisa Lam and Sawana Ali. This podcast was inspired to help new managers overcome the challenges of managing and leading people. We have a combined experience of over 50 years in leadership and management roles. We know, and I mean we know, the struggles and rewards of leading individuals and teams. We believe that you should not be facing your challenges alone. So let's start this journey together. To find out more, check out our respective sites at lisalamcoach.com and sawanaali.com. Let's get going. In this episode, we will talk about ways of handling feedback. We want to be able to answer two key questions. First, how should we respond to feedback that we've just received? Second, how should we put that feedback into action? The goal is to answer the question of what is the outcome that you want to accomplish from feedback. Let's get going. Feedback. You have just received feedback. What sounded like feedback? Now what do you do? How should you respond to the feedback? Should you ask more questions to further understand? Or should you just accept the feedback, thank the person and walk away and then not think about it ever again? What if it is a negative feedback? How would you respond to a negative feedback? How would you respond to positive feedback? There are so many questions that could be going through your mind. Sal, have you ever encountered any of those situations? Hi, Lisa. That's a very interesting question. Let me try to recall my moment of truth. I definitely have encountered the situations that you mentioned. And there are many elements that can also influence how I would respond. One critical element is the timing of the feedback. For instance, if someone approached me at the hallway when I was really chasing time to get something done, then I will be more reactive in responding or I might not respond at all. However, at a much calmer time, I will take my time and acknowledge what's being said, taking it all in. And I must say that this is more because of my personality type. I am an introvert. I tend to listen a lot, absorb all the information, and I'll take my time to process it before I even respond. It doesn't mean that I'm taking everything well. As a matter of fact, I struggle a lot with negative feedback. During the early days of my career, I took negative feedback like a personal attack. I was not focusing on the behavior that I demonstrated. I was kind of oversensitive and took the feedback at a personal level. For instance, there was a time when I wasn't performing very well. It was a very difficult quarter. Month by month, I missed the forecast, and I felt like I was really losing control of everything. And in one business review with my immediate boss, he really lost it. He said many stuff that I wouldn't even want to say here, but what came to my mind was that he wanted me to leave and replaced me with someone more capable. So a week later, after reviewing the soul of my role, I went to him and said that I wanted to quit, so that he could have a new person to take my position. And guess what? Surprisingly, he said that he didn't want me to go. He wanted me to stay because I was good. It was very hard for me to comprehend that, especially when I wasn't delivering results in that quarter. Well, situation like this triggered me to dive deeper and to appreciate the reason why we need to have difficult conversations, get to the bottom of the issue at hand, 
and do something to solve the problem, which basically what feedback is all about. And with such awareness, I began to take feedback in a much more positive way. And a couple of other things, Lisa, do you remember this? You know, all these values, open and respectful, and another one is self-critical. These values had also been priceless in making feedback effective. When the whole organization adopted these values, I knew for a fact that when someone gave me a feedback, I took it that he was being open and respectful about office observation on my behavior, whether to reinforce or rectify it. And the fact that we have to be self-critical in any given situation, the first question that came to mind was that, what could I have done differently rather than looking for something or someone to blame? These three values helped me a great deal in accelerating my adoption to the culture of giving and receiving feedback for continuous improvement. And another element that matters to me is the source of the feedback that does carry some weight as well on how I would respond. Obviously, Lisa, there are many moving variables, so to speak, when responding to feedback. It's best if we can talk about the various elements and understand them well. So now I think maybe this is just a good starting point for us to understand what we can start doing to respond to feedback. Yeah. I know from my past experiences, I have not handled receiving feedback well. In fact, to be transparent, I've probably handled it either one of these two ways. The first is to be defensive. I would not listen to the feedback, more like I'm pretending to be listening to the feedback, but my mind is already formulating an argument or coming up with ways to justify myself. The second is to take it personally and therefore pretty badly. I would be miserable and feel that I have failed And I personally don't like failing. Not sure about you guys, but I don't. Neither one of those responses ever helped me to truly improve. The main reason is because I did not take the time to ask smart questions. I did not seek to first understand, then be understood. Yeah, that sounds like a Stephen Covey's famous seven habits of highly effective people. When I do take the time and permit myself to seek clarification, ask the right questions, and solicit advice, I have learned that feedback can be extremely valuable and when put into action, can result in great personal benefits. Not only benefiting me, but also to the person who provided the feedback. Trust and mutual respects are developed through that process. I have come to rely on people who are willing to take the time to give me feedback. As I have discovered that the majority of the time, it is really because they want me to improve. So they do want my best. Therefore, the first step to handling feedback like a pro is to seek to understand. And that is through listening and asking clarifying questions. You can ask or respond in these ways. For example, you could say, tell me more so that I can further understand. Or if the feedback lacks clarity, you could ask something like, could you provide specific observations or examples? I would like to clearly understand the feedback that you're giving me. Recognizing and acknowledging the feedback and asking for suggestions or help, you could say something like, yeah, I recognize that action or behavior. What do you think I could do differently? Are you able or willing to help me tackle this? In fact, asking for help is a great way to evaluate whether the person giving you the feedback is authentic or not. Sel, how have you responded to feedback to help you move forward? To be honest, I've responded in many variations to feedback. Some are great, some are not. 
In any case, I always take time to reflect on the feedback given to me. Reflections always result in good outcomes. Handling feedback for me has been a journey in itself. Firstly, I made a conscious decision to be happy every day. I define happiness as a choice to be a better person, a continuous learning and improvement journey in anything that I do. For instance, to read better, to write better, to love better, to travel better. And my yardstick has always been about the experience of a journey rather than the destination. With that, I'm able to appreciate feedback as why it is, a tool for self-improvement. I would respond to feedback with clarifying questions until I understand fully on a specific behavior that I need to improve. Then, I will work on that behavior that I need to improve on. If after numerous clarifying questions and I still am not able to clearly define a specific behavior that I need to improve, then it is not feedback. It probably is just a comment. So now, Lisa, assuming that we have gotten a feedback from somebody, what's the rightful action next for us to move forward? Yeah, action is where the rubber hits the road. After all, talk is cheap until it is realized. I would suggest that there are three steps that we can take to make this happen or to make the necessary changes. Number one, identify which behavior or skill or competency that we want to address. Be very clear and specific about what that is. For example, if the feedback was around time management, then identify which particular step needs to be addressed. A common challenge or cause of poor time management is the ability to say no. You are not going to be able to manage time if you're going to say yes to everything. I know you're trying to be nice and accommodating, but the outcome of that will never be good for you. In fact, you might be helpful to others, but not for yourself. Second, focus in on key and essential demonstrable action or behavior. Following on the example, the key demonstrable action would be learning how to say no or developing skills around prioritizing. As a start, most people have a tough time doing either one of these things. The biggest hurdle there is a desire to please or to be nice. We could delve deeper into the world of saying no, but as a quick note, is to say no and explain the reason and to negotiate for a different timeline. In fact, no is a great word to help you grow. Join accountabilities or asking for help. Following on from that, sometimes we just need help from our managers to help us prioritize. Ask your manager to help you prioritize what is essential or to change the deadline for certain items. Now, in the beginning, this will all seem very unnatural, but over time with practice, it will be easier. After all, practice makes permanence. What about you, Sal? What are some of the things you've done? Handling feedback is like golf. You need a muscle memory. The only way to get a super muscle memory is through practice. For instance, you see Tiger Woods or Paula Kramer teeing off effortlessly. So smooth, so graceful, and so far. That's the outcome of endless swing practices to get all the movement to perfection. And many may not realize that feedback, just like golf, is technical. In golf, you need to master every step of a swing and get the right movement to get it so good. And in feedback, you need to master your mindset, questioning skills, and emotional quotient, or EQ. And that needs practice. So, 
What are the steps that we need to master in handling feedback? I would say that these are some of the considerations. Number one is about having the right mindset. So train your mind to take a holistic view of your life as a journey of learning and experiences. Every minute, every day, every step you take is about growing yourself to be a better person. And every event is an opportunity for you to learn from the experiences, understand what is working, what is not, and how you should be doing things differently in the future for better outcomes. Number two, understand the intention of feedback. The intention of feedback is to grow, to become a better person. It is a continuous improvement tool. Understanding this enables you to have an open mind to listen actively on feedback. Number three, learn the art of compartmentalization. It's very important that you have the ability to separate the feedback versus the noises. As we talked about before, what is feedback? Feedback is something that you can identify a specific improvement on specific behavior. Unless you can determine such a situation, then it is not really a feedback. Number four, always seek for feedback. We encourage you to be proactive so that you would always be prepared and open to constructive criticism. Use clarifying questions to identify the specific behavior that you need to improve on. That's great, Sal. Let me summarize. We started out this conversation with the intention of answering two questions. Number one, how should we respond to feedback when we've just received? Two, how should we put the feedback into action? Firstly, how should we respond to feedback? Number one, have the right mindset about feedback. Feedback is rooted in the desire for growth and improvement. It is beneficial for you to continue to be better. Two, seek to understand. Be curious. Ask for clarity. Ask to gain understanding. This is important for you to know specifically what is required for further improvement. 3. Acknowledge and agree on the next steps. Assuming that the feedback was appropriate, acknowledging the issue and and discussing what the next steps are, are very important and essential. How should you put the feedback into action? 1. Discuss the options with your manager. 2. Agree on the resources or help required. 3. Set a timeline. 4. Have joint accountabilities in place. And 5. Check-in or progress updates as part of your one-on-one. So therefore, there is scheduled accountability, scheduled timelines for you, for both of you actually, to meet up with. So hopefully, with all these things in place, you'll be more comfortable in terms of how could you respond to feedback. Because the reality is, all of us are uncomfortable with receiving negative feedback. However, no negative feedback should go wasted. If you seek to first understand and ask questions to clarify the situation or to get more information, we can all use that for further growth in the future. So what's coming next? We'll be covering how to ask the right questions in the next episode of our podcast. And before we go, please subscribe to the podcast and let us know what you would like to learn next and give us your feedback as we aim to continually improve on what we are doing. Take care and remember, you are not alone in your struggles as a manager.